Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having an absolutely fantastic day. We're staying nice and healthy and cool down here in Florida. We actually got a cold front, which was nice. It's not 90 degrees anymore. Actually cooled down a little bit, so we've been enjoying that. And we've also been taking care of all of our great customers, listeners, and friends. I had a customer coming yesterday, a good friend of mine. This is actually very interesting. I talked to him for a long time. He's actually been out in San Diego uh, working, which he said is an absolutely just blast of a place. And he was being very sarcastic because he's very awake. He's, he works with a construction contractor, so he oversees a bunch of different jobs, so he travels all over the country. Most interesting is he went down to Mexico, went down to basically through the uh, aspect to um, the border over there by Tijuana, and went down there essentially to go get some teeth work done while he was down there because a lot cheaper and uh, his teeth actually turned out really good he was showing me yesterday but the crazy part about the story was this is the crazy part so he said they went down there then they had to come back up to the states and they went back down there again he said one thing that he kept noticing every time they come back into the united states there was this long line you know you got driving and then you have another aspect of where this line was as far as for asylum seekers or people trying to come into the country this is actually legal border crossing you know with asylum seekers and he said the line was about two and a half, three hours long. So he asked one of the guys when they got up to the um, the checkpoint and asked him, he said, yeah, it stays about two to three hours long every day. It stays like this every day. And he said there's no less than probably 500 to 1,000 people and it wrapped up, you know, I mean, all the way around the corner, all the way around another corner. And he said the most disturbing part about it was, you told, you told me flat out, he said every time they went down there and came back, they saw this every time. He said the entire line, all the guys, all guys in the line, they were all guys. They all look the same. He said it looked like a doggone baseball team was coming in the United States from South America. He said they were all looked the same age. They had the same haircut. They had similar builds. They all had one big bag with them. And he said they were all in line every single day. And he goes, the most creepy part about it was, he goes, if you guys, if you took these guys and you put them in, say, an army uniform, he goes, they literally would look like they're soldiers. And he goes, something very, very disturbing is happening right now is this is not even remotely close to some type of organic asylum seeking that's coming into the United States. And he flat out said, he goes, what I saw, he goes, is a full-blown invasion. He goes, this, this isn't even a soft invasion anymore. He goes, they're flat out bringing in soldiers in the United States. They're bringing in guys that are from other countries that are soldiers. He goes, these guys all look like they lifted. They all looked like they were healthy. They all had clean clothes on. They didn't look like they were raggedy, worn out, like they had been walking walking for, you know, months and months on end and, you know, emaciated and dehydrated and hungry and everything else. He goes, they look like somebody dropped them off there and said, all right, here's your gear bag, run and gun. And so this is something that I've encouraged a lot of people to be aware of in this area. And I, I talked to him about it yesterday, anywhere, anywhere in this area, in the United States, I should say, is that there's something going on behind the scenes that a lot of people are failing to really address and realize and being prepared for this is key and crucial, meaning the situational awareness and also having the ability, understanding and skill set to defend yourself and your family and have other groups of individuals that can come together in time of emergency. So I've always told you guys before, I've got about four or five guys that I know in my area that we're all very well versed in certain topics and certain arenas. And so we always 
go and train, you know, make sure we get our workouts in occasionally and we all go and talk and discuss certain aspects and elements of things. And again, I encourage everyone to do that, you know, because it's kind of hard to be, you know, last man standing by yourself if you don't have to be. It's much easier to have a group of friends that you can rely on and have your back and you can know can come together. And so again, just something to be aware of because he was telling me and he, I mean, he was he was dead serious about it. He's like, this is, <laughs> this is a serious issue. He goes, what I saw was not a joke with my own two eyes. And he goes, if I would have seen a bunch of little children and I saw a bunch of moms and a bunch of older dads. He goes, I wouldn't even have taken a second glance. He goes, when I looked and then I looked again and then I looked again and we're driving and he goes, it never changed. The guys were the exact same age, the exact same build. They all looked the exact same like they were on a doggone baseball team. And I said, how interesting. Well, again, it's a lot of what we already knew. This again just confirms why it's so important to make sure everybody's staying prepared as always. Other news as well as too, you guys saw product of the week. I told you yesterday on the website at Health Masters, the Nato Kinese on sale right now for over 10% off. Supports the smooth flow of blood and cardiovascular health. Also helps support healthy blood pressure and prevents blood clotting. Really, really important product. This has been one of the main products that we've always recommended for individuals that did happen to actually get that shot and they're having any type of cardiovascular issues or wanting to prevent them. This product really helps out maintain good blood flow and preventing basically the clotting that happens. It supports the healthy fibrin levels in the blood. So something to really just look into, be aware of. Great product, great nutrient, really cost effective for what it does. So be sure to check it out on the website at healthmasters.com on sale right now. You voted, and it won. Also, to in other health news, I was looking at – this is something that's interesting here. You know, <laughs> I the farm salmon, I brought this up, guys. I've gotten very, very picky. You guys know I've always been picky about what I eat, and I'm getting even pickier about what I eat the older I get now because the more I learn, the more it's just – it's like every time I turn around, I'm like, golly, you don't want to eat this now. You don't want to eat that now. And I get it. I've had people argue with me before, and they say, well, you know, it is what it is. There's so many other toxins out there and so much stuff we're exposed to in general already that, you know, it doesn't even matter. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. You know, I think that means it's even more important to maintain your health and maintain what you eat and maintain what you put in your body from a health standpoint. If you know a lot of stuff we're getting exposed to, if you know a lot of the stuff that basically is being put in the food system, if you know what it is, then essentially, in my opinion, it's your duty to try to avoid those things. You know, like I said before, if somebody came up to you and they had a glass of water, they went and put some, you know, decon, rat poison in it, just a little bit, not enough to kill you, but just enough. And they said, you know what, this really tastes good, though. We put some, you know, different flavors in there and different sweeteners in there, and it tastes pretty good. And it's not going to kill you, but, it, I mean, it does have some decon in it. Majority of people, anybody, is going to go, I'm not drinking that, dude. This has got rat poison in it. What you, I'm not an idiot. I'll never touch that. Yet you have some compounds that are in food that are as toxic as that are, especially in high amounts, and people don't even question it. They don't even look at the ingredient list. They don't even look at anything on it. And now, like I told you before, we've got this, this approval now in Norway. I brought this up a couple of weeks ago, and apparently it's now starting to get mainstream as far as they're going to start using this like on all kinds of different farm-raised salmon now since it's got approved. And it's that NSB50027. It's a fully GMO modified canola oil specifically developed for marine fish. So to provide them with the marine fishy, uh, basically their, their uh, marine um, omega-3 fats is what they're saying. And what they're saying is they're going to use this pretty much synthetic GMO canola oil. They're going to feed it to these farm salmon to boost their omega-3 levels that they show in their meat. So, so they can say, you know, 
supplemented with omega-3 fats. I'm sure they'll put that on the package. People go, oh, it's got omega-3s. Because the thing that I've noticed, and this is why it's so important, again, to be educated, the vast majority of people get caught into the keywords. You have the gluten-free, you have all-natural, you have omega-3. And you see they put these big, bold blocks on the front as a marketing ad, and 99% of the time, the stuff's garbage. Gluten-free, that was a giant moronic concept that they tried to put out there that a lot of people still repeat it. And I, I look at it like, what are you talking about? Gluten-free has nothing to do with it being healthy whatsoever. It just means they're using corn as a base, GMO corn. And it's probably going to spike your blood sugar a lot higher, not to mention it's GMO. There's no aspect of gluten-free on packaging that suddenly makes the product healthy whatsoever. Dude, well, it's done have gluten in it. I said, dude, gluten in most cases is not the problem that people are having issues with when they're eating wheat. It's the glyphosate and the contamination, all the other element, all the other issues that they're added to that bread. Gluten, surprise, surprise, has been in bread since ever. And bread's been a staple for thousands of years. And I'm not saying bread's a super healthy food to eat all the time. What I'm saying is when they take the wheat and they spray it with glyphosate a few days before harvest as a desiccant, then they turn around and harvest the wheat and it's loaded with glyphosate. Then people start saying, oh, my gosh, I'm sensitive to gluten. I'm sensitive to this. Well, yeah, because the gluten's loaded with glyphosate. And so your body's having a basically immune response. It's trying to get the garbage out of its body. Always be aware of that and always do research. The problem is the vast majority of bread is contaminated with gluten. If you're talking about making your own organic bread at home and actually processing it properly with a few, the only few small ingredients you need, Dude, there's nothing wrong with it. Now, you're not going to burn a bunch of body fat and lose a lot of weight if you're eating a lot of bread, even if it's homemade organic. But on the other, at the end of the day, you compare that homemade organic bread to what you see at the store now in the loaves and look at the ingredients, the bromine and all this other stuff that's in it. Golly, dude. Then people wonder, oh, it's the bread. No, it's everything in the bread that they're putting into it just to be aware of that. And now you've got this Aquatero Omega-3 GMO canola oil that's promoted as a sustainable fish food to increase their omega-3 fats because essentially what's happening is the salmon are becoming so depleted in omega-3s with these farm-raised. Because, I mean, if you guys have ever seen farm-raised fish, it's pretty nasty. They basically keep them in a retention pond. They're, I mean, slapped together. I mean, they, they don't even have room to even move anything other than right beside each other. And there's some water filtration that, you know, helps circulate the water a little bit. And essentially all they do is swim around and recycle and regurgitate their own poop. It's what it is. It's going to be nasty. It's just what they do. And so it's unbelievably unhealthy fish. It's loaded with toxins. It doesn't have any of the natural properties that you get in normal, you know, true wild-caught Alaskan salmon. And so, again, just something to stay away from. That's why anytime I'm at restaurants and I see salmon on the menu, I love them. I love salmon. You know, I used to be a competitive bodybuilder, so fish to me is always a staple. It is incredibly good for you if you're getting true wild-caught salmon. The problem with it is it's getting harder and harder to get. And you'll notice, I would say probably eight, eight or nine times out of ten, if you go to a restaurant and you ask them if their salmon is wild-caught, Alaskan wild-caught, or if it's farm-raised, like I said, 80 to 90% of the time, the, the, you know, the waiter will come back and say, no, man, it's, it's, it's farm raised to confirm it in the back. And most of them will be pretty honest with you about it. So just something to be aware of. Now, a lot of times if you're in a, you know, a, um, Oceanside restaurant and they're getting fresh wild caught fish every single day, that's a different story. There's some places I've been to on the uh, east coast of Florida up by St. Augustine. There's one place, Caps on the Water, that was really good up there. The last time I went there, the service was pretty bad, but the food's always really good. And they get fresh fish in 
every single day right off the coast. I mean, every day. It's like everything's fresh. They don't even freeze. Everything's refrigerated. They order pretty much what they need. And so there's a lot of times you'll go to order something, and it's already out for the day if it's late at night. It's gone. They're like, no, sorry, we've already burned through all that today. We have more coming in tomorrow if you want to come back. And it's a very, very popular place. Restaurants like that, usually if they're cooking, especially if they're doing a good clean oil that they're, you know, pan searing it in and other things, that's that's some great fish. I don't know how I got on the side topic of fish, but, yeah, just be aware – GMO canola oil now rolling out to your local salmon dispensary in their <laughs> farm-raised areas. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. This goes to show you how crazy this is and exactly what I just talked to you about, about this border invasion in the south. The New York City illegal who attacked the police, talked to law enforcement. You guys saw the video. Like five guys in their curb stomping him and kicking this cop and basically just, just, I mean, just beating on him. They're all arrested. Bunch of them basically left the state. Few of them stayed behind. Well, one of the ones that was involved in the battery on the LEO, 19 year old Darwin Gomez, who was part of the group, was just arrested again in Macy's facilitating and basically getting together a group to rob Macy's in the Queen Center and attack a security guard. I kid you not. The same kid who just got out of jail two weeks ago for beating a police officer was just arrested again for orchestrating and organizing a robbery and assaulting a security officer in Macy's. And yet again, he's going to probably be released on bail. What's again, and, you know, it's crazy to me. We've got this gaslighting. This is why I keep telling everybody to be really, really prepared and, you know, keep your eyes open with a lot of stuff. You've got these cities and these states that are so bent on pushing their agenda and allowing full-blown chaos to ensue. And you wonder, nobody can be this stupid. And the answer is they can't. There's no way they got in the positions there by being this stupid. They know exactly what they're doing, and they're trying to bring in as much chaos as they can, while at the same time, you've got states like California who blatantly just came out now and did a conference yesterday saying that they need to pass a constitutional amendment against guns. And this is what he, this is what Governor Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom responded to the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade in Missouri Wednesday by suggesting Americans at an constitution anti-gun measures that basically prohibit people from being able to own any type of firearm that the government does not want them to own. He went on to say here, people came to celebrations that expect a safe environment. This tragedy occurs even in the presence of uniformed officers. We cannot accept the status quo. We need to pass a constitutional amendment to prevent gun violence nationwide. And as everyone knows, <laughs> these areas that are plagued with crime uh, criminals don't really obey the law. Perfect example, the kid in New York that was just arrested for assaulting a law enforcement officer and beating him now was just arrested for robbing a Macy's store and assaulting a security guard. Newsflash, these guys don't care what laws you put into place because those laws for those individuals aren't even enforced that are on the books. But yeah, you want to take law-abiding citizens that continually – Follow the law, try to support the Constitution and the Republic. You're now telling them that they don't legally have a right to own these guns because we deem it. While at the same time, you're funneling all this money to Ukraine and funneling all these weapons to all these other countries that are now circulating the entire globe. But, you know, it's not okay to have an American own an AR 15. The hypocrisy knows no bounds. You know, and I, I saw that shooting as far as it happened at that parade. What's interesting about it is. 
and my condolences to the family, but it was interesting is that they were talking about how there was multiple people that essentially tackled one of the guys they were trying to run off and basically beat him up and waited for the cops to get there until they got arrested. His fans took down a shooter. And so this is what really needs to be happening. And the funny part about this is nobody even addressed that. And they said one person died from the shooting, another like dozen were injured, which should give my condolences. But what's interesting about it is now it shows you that, I mean, just a few couple fans and bystanders were able to take down this guy. And the thing was, the guys that got arrested, dude, they all of them, they don't want to show you any of them, but they basically all look like thug gang members. And you're sitting there going, well, what are these guys, what, what possible laws were these guys going to follow? There's a gun law, magazine law, ammunition law, all kinds of stupid laws that the oath breakers want to violate. What possible law were these guys going to actually follow with those in place? Because they already didn't follow all the laws that were already in place. Last time I checked, it's illegal to shoot people unjustifiably. Just, just thought I'd check, unless I'm wrong. You know, you guys see me email on that, but last time I checked, murder's always been illegal. So what made the difference if you put another gun law in place for these guys? And the answer is it doesn't. So that's why I say all gun laws are illegal in my opinion, and there's absolutely no reason or under any circumstances that more need to be put into place. Speaking of that as well, as they want to tell us that basically law enforcement needs to be there to protect us at all times when you actually have real law enforcement tell you you should carry a gun and you should take care of yourself and be able to basically defend yourself in Okaloosa County, Florida. And I'm going to post a video on the website. This video is – extremely disturbing from a tactical standpoint and very embarrassing for the sheriff's department that essentially this officer was involved in. And now he's been, I think there's a whole investigation into him now, as far as what's going on. This video is actually from the end of November, 2023. It was just now released a body cam footage. And the, this officer, <laughs> this officer, Hernandez arrests the guy for allegedly uh, grand theft, has him in the back of his SUV squad car, basically is going and talking to somebody else and essentially walks back to his squad car. And in Florida, we get these big old fat acorns on certain trees. And they are, some of them are big. And I've heard them hit the roof of my car before. And they'll leave a nice big thump, dong. It, it, something could be loud, you know, and these acorns hit the roof. However, I generally handle it just fine to go, oh, that was an acorn that hit the roof. Nothing to see here. Well, this officer is walking back to his car. Acorn just happens to fall on the roof at the same time. The officer freaks out, starts screaming, shots fired, shots fired, as he barrel rolls on the ground like three times to try to find cover that doesn't exist. I don't know what that was about in the video. I mean, he literally like stop, drops, and rolls like three times on the ground, pulls out his pistol. The vehicle that the suspect is handcuffed in, unarmed in the back seat, the officer pulls his pistol and unloads an entire magazine into the back of his patrol car where the suspect is in the back handcuffed, now trying to get on the ground in the cop car to not get shot because this guy unloads an entire magazine. Then the cop falls back and goes, oh, my gosh, I'm hit. I'm hit. I, dude, this guy's so dramatic. I thought it was a movie at first. Like, I thought this was some type of like movie who was so dramatic, and it's not. It's actually body cam footage. Then he, he crawls over behind this Tesla, doesn't even get a new magazine back up in his gun, is carrying his gun with his hand sideways, crawling over. Then sits around and tries to – doesn't even put a new magazine. Is sitting there calling for backup, basically shots fired, officer down. Come to find out, he never got shot. There was no ricochet. There were no shots fired. An acorn fell on the roof of the car, and this guy literally lost his 
marbles. Let me say something very clearly. This individual did not need to be in a position of law enforcement. There are certain job positions. Dad talked about this the other day with pilots. There are certain people that excel better in certain scenarios and certain job descriptions, period. There's nothing right. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing strange about that. It's just a fact of life. Certain people handle things better than others. Somebody that's very high-strung, very gung-ho and has a lot of anxiety probably doesn't need to be a law enforcement officer. Somebody that can't determine whether or not an acorn falling on the roof is a firearm being discharged at them or just an acorn landing on the roof, decides he's going to empty his entire magazine into an occupied vehicle with a suspect that's handcuffed in the back in the middle of an apartment complex, I might add you, probably doesn't need to be walking around handling law enforcement with a live firearm. Just a fact. The same concept. If you have somebody that's mentally, you know, in trouble, they've got serious mental disorders and gender dysphoria, and they're on psychiatric meds, and they're in the process of transitioning to another sex, which you cannot actually do, change your actual, you know, get rid of your Y chromosome, and they decide they want to be a pilot for an airlines, and they can't handle anything. If you say something that's even a, a remote concept that they don't like, they freak out and have a meltdown and start screaming and crying and have to go get Play-Doh, they probably don't need to be in a position of an airline pilot where you have to stay calm and cool like Iceman all the time at all times while you're operating those plane systems. You know, I listened to it, the, um, the footage from the airline accident wreck that happened on I-75 last week. I'll post the article on the, um, on the website. You guys can listen to it. I mean, it's kind of sad, but you know, the pilot did his job and, you know, they basically were having failure of a plane. Dad talked about this the other day. He was trying to find essentially a place to land, and there was just not enough time. I guess his altitude was not high enough, and uh, he tried to basically put it down on I-75. It was very populated. There was, there was no other place. He was just trying to just do the best he could, and uh, ended up him and the co-pilot died. But it's crazy because when you listen to the transcript, the recording, excuse me, of him where they're basically coming in, you know, he's calm the whole time. He's not screaming. He's not yelling. He's not cussing. He's not crying. He's talking as cool as he can be all the way until, you know, his last words. And that's the kind of pilots and that's the kind of temperament and that's the kind of background that somebody has to have to be in certain positions like that. And it's just a fact of life. He did everything he could to try to land the way he could to keep the pot, keep the passenger safe. That was his job. That was his responsibility, and he did it to the best of his ability as far as the circumstances I saw. Because I heard people say, well, he could have done this different. He could have done that. Listen, till you operate a plane or you're in a situation like that, you don't have any place to talk about your opinion on how you would have handled it differently, especially when you see stuff like that. But now you see stuff like this with this officer who's acted like a complete total moron because an acorn landed on the roof. No, that's completely different, especially if you've ever been around any type of live fire training and heavy stress-induced live fire training. you got to know your situation. you got to know your backdrop. you got to know who's behind certain things, and you sure as heck have to know whether or not an acorn dropped on your roof or somebody's actually pulled a fire and starts shooting at you throughout the windshield. So, yes, certain job descriptions for certain people. That's why they have stuff like the LSAP. 
The LSAT isn't just a test, basically, to see what your knowledge is. It's to see how your reasons or your reasoning skills are, your complex problem solving is, how you're going to handle certain scenarios, how you think about certain scenarios, because that's what they look for in law school as far as having that mindset to go through that. Attorneys have a very specific way they process things as far as their mindset. Everybody's got different ways that they process things. There's nothing right. There's nothing wrong about it. We're all unique. But that's the problem now with this equity and inclusion that they're trying to push now as far as we're simply saying that some people who don't have the personality, don't have the demeanor to be able to handle a certain position, they need to be put in that position just because of what their sexual preference is. That has to be probably one of the stupidest concepts I've ever heard of in my entire life. And again, that's welcome to the clown show that we're watching here in the United States. <laughs> it ensues. Also, in other news, this is something very interesting. The, this is crazy. I was looking at it here, and it was talking about in detail on how this Senate bill and how much money they're trying to push down to go to Ukraine. And it was talking about how there's no discussions, and Rand Paul brought this up the other day, and actually even Donald Trump brought this up the other day too. They said, isn't it ironic that we're dumping money down this black hole to Ukraine with no oversight, I might add you. I mean, there's, there's no oversight at all. Intentionally, obviously, we know we know now as far as not being able to prove it, but we now know, I guarantee you, if you do a full-blown audit and you start looking at shell companies, owning shell companies, owning shell companies, you're going to find an enormous position of finances that have been transferred out of Ukraine in these congressional and Senate leaders' you know, accounts and other accounts connected to other accounts, probably connected to other people. Guarantee you. Now, it's going to be stepped away very far. You're never going to be able to probably legally connect it, but there's, there's a reason why. They keep voting to just just throw out enormous amounts of money, and yet there's no discussions on f- reaching a ceasefire or stopping the war, stopping the atrocity of literally just butchering all these Ukrainian men now and essentially drafting them and dragging them out and doing what they've been doing in the reports that I've heard over there. It's essentially, just the genocide of the Ukrainian population now for no reason whatsoever. This isn't going to stop. Russia is not going to stop in their position. They're not going to – and Ukraine's never going to overtake Russia in this position. They're just going to drag on, and more and more people are going to die for no reason. And yet you don't hear one single topic, not one senator, not one congressional leader, other than like Rand Paul and a few other ones, say, why don't we take a step back instead of sending more money? Why don't we send some diplomatic people into these positions to try to negotiate a ceasefire and try to come to a reasonable conclusion instead of just continually funneling money into this area? Million-dollar question. If you had a family member that you were trying to help and they were a degenerate gambler, okay? So they're just, they're just burning through cash and they've gotten in trouble with the wrong people, and you're trying to keep them alive. They owe a bunch of money to really, really bad people that essentially are not going to be very nice to them when they come to collect their money. And you go, listen, dude, I'm helping you out. I'm getting you out of this. you got to stop. I'm, 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 I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to do the best I can in the way I think I'm supposed to do it, and I'm trying to basically get you out of this whole thing. So I'm, I'm paying off some of this debt. I'm getting you out of it, and we're going to get you some help. That's what any normal person would do if they were in that position. They were really trying to help them out and say, okay. But the caveat would be, and we're getting you some help, and you're done doing this. You're no longer gambling. You're no longer involved with these people. You're no longer burning through cash. We're, not, we're no longer enabling you. That's the concept that is so stupid about this whole thing in Ukraine. We're like, oh, yeah, another $60 billion? Sure, why not? Oh, you need another 50 surfaced air missiles, another 1,000 javelin? Sure, why not? 
We'll just throw it this way. It's never going to end. The money's never going to stop because we keep printing it. Lockheed Martin and Raytheon are absolutely doing amazing right now with their profits in this quarter. So, yeah, we're not going to stop that. That's when you know it's theater. That's when you know the whole thing is staged. And that's when you know you really got to start asking questions about things that are going on because there's a serious debt problem right now in the United States. And they were talking about earlier in this article from Zero Hedge. I said the growing percentage of Americans are becoming reckless with their spending, calling it the super-duper credit bubble, and discusses here how essentially the, the lot of Americans are buying debt and taking on debt for things they don't need, and they're seeing this primarily a lot of the younger generation where they're going in now, and they're just continually maxing out credit card after credit card after credit card after credit card after credit card, financing these vehicles that essentially have no resale value whatsoever, losing 10, 20, 30 percent the first year like Teslas. So they go buy a seven eighty thousand dollars Tesla. It's worth forty the next year. And they said consumer credit's concerns that default cycle isn't merely looming. It has now arrived. And essentially, this is what's been going on now for the last few years because what happened was during COVID, you had so many people, and it was a lot of the younger generation. Again, as I watched this, where they realized, oh, man, suddenly I don't have to pay rent or I don't have to pay mortgage. Not that it wasn't going to be due one day, but simply they got it you know, deferred, and then all of a sudden people started not having to work, and they could go home and make $900 a week on unemployment because they were scared to go get COVID at the job that they were in. So they're getting unemployment. Then they started getting the STEMI checks. Then they started going on the WIC and all the other support. And there were people, when I talked to my buddy, there were people that were making five and $6,000 a month. And that's all tax-free with no bills. They had no mortgage, no rent, no nothing. They simply had no bills. Now, son, they're making 60 dollars a year tax-free, which, I mean, you know, that's pushing, you know, probably 70000 80000 when you factor in all the other different taxes that you have to pay on. And so all of a sudden they're looking at it and they're going – Dude, this is great. Everything's just great and dandy. And that's when you started seeing people paying prices for things that was ludicrous. You started seeing the inflationary rate going up. You started seeing all these different factors going in. And the problem is now so many people got accustomed to that lifestyle. Nobody wanted to come off of it because a lot of these young kids never have actually had to have any type of discipline. This is what I'm getting at here. Having discipline, having the tenacity and the mindset to take a step back sometimes and go, no. We're not doing this right now or saying, no, this needs to take a step back or we need to push forward on this. We need to handle this situation properly. We need to basically hold off on this for a couple more months or save a little bit more money or practice a little bit more of this or look at this a little bit later on or just you know, take a breather. These guys had this concept. These kids had this concept that essentially this lack of impulse control because, again, a lot of it comes down to social media and the iPads and the iPhones and everything that these kids are continually wrapped up in where they've got to sit there and go, oh, no, this is what we're doing. This is what, this is what I have to do right now. I can't wait. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to wait. i got to do this right now. These are the things that they're talking about, and these are the things that we're watching now as far as the side effects that occur where these kids don't want to come off the gravy train of spending money, and they've gotten so used to it. And now a lot of stuff's coming home to roost. And this is why it's so important to instill discipline in your younger kids, whether it be doing their chores or working outside or getting their schoolwork done or doing specific things to get a certain reward. That's something that has to be done with young kids. It's simply you go, this has to be done, this has to be done, this has to be done. When all your homework's done, when these chores are done, when you get the weeds pulled, then 
if you want to go and, you know, <clears throat> watch a movie or use this on an iPad or go use this or go play and do this. And again, I'm not advocating screen time. You guys know my stance on that. What I'm saying is as kids get older, I get it. There's certain things that, you know, you may have to use that can be okay. And this is why I told you before that screen time has to be significantly limited. It cannot be done just haphazardly for hours and hours on end. But the whole point of that is it's building discipline. I do this. I do this. I do this. Now I have the luxury of enjoying this extra time that I have now allotted because I've gotten all these other things done. And when children have discipline at a younger age, it continues to trickle down in their later life. That's why you see people that are very in very good shape and they have really good cardiovascular and they're basically really you know fit. That means they have discipline. You see somebody that basically has been saving their money and they've invested in this and they've done this. They've had discipline with their finances. Discipline is key to maintaining positivity on almost everything. And that's one of the biggest factors why I always tell people starting out with discipline with health is the easiest thing you can do, but also one of the hardest things for some people to do at the same time, right? It's right there in front of you. It's simply what you do or you don't put in your mouth, basically. It's what you do and you don't do with your body, whether or not you want to lay on the couch for eight hours a day or whether or not you want to get up and you want to do 100 push-ups every single day, whether or not you want to go work up to trying to get 20 pull-ups, whether or not you want to be able to go do 100 crunches. It doesn't take but a few minutes, few minutes. You can go watch TV for five or six hours and people binge on Netflix garbage, but they'll complain about having to go spend 20 or 30 minutes being active and exercising. That, again, is a lack of discipline and eating whatever you want to eat whenever you want to eat it and not being, having the ability to say, no, you know what? I don't need any ice cream right now. It's funny. This just yesterday. I was over at a dealership. I had a vehicle deal that I was messing around with, and I had a buddy who had to drive me back home. And so we stopped at this place called The Joinery in Lakeland. Cool place. They got a bunch of restaurants inside, and they have some place that has got this beef brisket, and it's good. I'm not going to lie. I love me some beef brisket, and it's pretty clean too. And so uh, I got it really good it's just big old pile of beef with some baked beans and because I, I try to eat a lot of protein especially when i'm training really heavy and so i ate it and it was good and then there's a place right next to them and they got this ice cream uh, and it's all this homemade ice cream and they make everything in house i mean they use they use they use the whole milk they use the sugar they use the butter cream everything there's no high fructose corn syrup there's nothing in it. but man it is high calorie and i'm looking over there and i'm standing there I'm standing there looking through the glass at the ice cream after I just had brisket, and I'm looking at it, and they have one over there with these, like, cookie crumbles with peanut butter in it, and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and the lady walks up to me. She goes, hey, do you want to try something? And I looked at it, and I looked at her, and I said, nope. I just had a ton of protein. My stomach is actually probably is pretty confident and, you know, good with what it has in it, and uh, I don't need the ice cream. She goes, you sure? I said, Yeah. I'm sure. And I'm going to pass. And I turned around and I walked off. Now, I can tell you right now, every single part of me at that time wanted to get a big old scoop of peanut butter cookie ice cream. Every single part of me wanted to eat a big bowl of that and sit there and enjoy it. Every single part of me. But I knew there's absolutely no benefit of eating that level of calories on top of beef brisket, not to mention there's no caloric advantage of eating milk and sugar together, especially when you just had a virtually zero-carb meal with protein because now it's going to happen. You're going to throw all that fat in with all that sugar. It's going to spike insulin now, and I'm not going to – it's not healthy. It's going to store more body fat, and I don't want any. And so, again, that's all about is coming down to and saying, listen, I'm not going to eat this right now. I'm going to say no. I'm going to hold off. I'm going to do what I have to do right now to achieve the desired results that I want later on in the summer 
for a trip, for a cruise, wherever you may go, whatever you may deem to be a goal for you. And this goes back to exactly what I've talked about so many times before is writing down your goals, writing down your yearly goals, what you want to achieve. Say, I want to lose 10 pounds this year. I want to lose 20 pounds this year. And then what happens is you write down all your major goals. I want to be able to buy this vehicle. I want to be able to invest in this such and such. I want to be able to get a new work computer. I want to be able to get this for my kids. I want to be able to take them on a trip, whatever it may be. Whatever it may be, something that's important to you, you write them down. And then what you do is you take your top 10 that are most important, and then you basically have kind of you know subsection B to those. Then you start looking at those goals. You start writing down different ways to achieve those goals, what you need to do to achieve them. And then once you do that, you do subsection C off those, your primary top five that you want to do. And then you start saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do this week, this month, next month in order to achieve what I'm trying to do in section B. And I promise you, my friends, you do that, you'll be shocked on the results and the growth that you get in every area of your life. And it's not even that difficult. You don't have to sit there and lament and pine and go, oh my gosh, I could do this and I could do this. It just means you have to put a little bit of discipline in. You got to put a little bit extra time in somewhere else. And most of the time it's in a positive direction because you think about it. If those are your main goals, right? Those are your top five or top 10 or whatever it may be. Those are your main goals that you really desire. That's in your mind. Then shouldn't those goals supersede laying on the couch and watching Netflix for 10 hours on a bender? Shouldn't those goals of losing weight and getting better shape supersede that instant gratification of eating a bunch of cookie and peanut butter ice cream when you don't need it? Sure, it should. And that's what happens when you start having discipline, and that's why it's so important to instill that in younger kids at a young age when they finally understand that, hey, listen, I can acquire and I can get and I can enjoy and I can experience pretty much anything I want within reason. I just got to put in a little bit of discipline, and that's the issue that they're trying to remove. That's why they're doing everything they can to contaminate and pervert the mindset of the younger children now in the school system and with these, these, these movies and these shows and these YouTubes and all this stuff. Gosh, it's so aggravating to see some of it because what it's all designed to do is designed to confuse the kids. You want to talk about somebody that can't figure out what goals they have. Tell them that they're not a boy. They're not a girl. They can be a broom. They can be a cat. They can be a walrus today. It doesn't matter. Oh, by the way, when you're 12 or 13, we're putting you on cross-sex hormones. You know, little boys can start taking estrogen. And I mean, you want to talk about screwing somebody up for the rest of their life. My gosh. But again, that's the goal. So it's always important to keep maintaining your health, maintaining your focus, maintaining your goals and your discipline as much as you possibly can. Because I can tell you right now, if it is to be, it's up to you. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's coming to save us anymore. The only person saving us is God Almighty. It's a fact. through Jesus. That's it. We've seen that now with the, the this crazy world that we're living in now with these politicians and so many different things that they're continuing to do. And that's why I said sometimes you got to take a step back and you got to go, okay, sometimes the ship is sinking. Sometimes you got to say, okay, now we're getting into life rafts. Now we're handling the situation. Now we're getting on life vest, and we're going to go from here. And I think at that point in time now in the United States, we're starting to realize that there is a concerted effort to overthrow the United States from within. This this invasion of the southern border, and my buddy yesterday, he's, he's not an alarmist at all. He's very awake. He's very calm and cool all the time. He flat out told me, he goes, dude, that was a full-blown military invasion I saw at the border. Dude, you couldn't even try to pretend like those guys were anything other than soldiers that were coming in. And he was like, all looked the same. They were all built the same. He was, none of them looked like they were skinny and hungry, and none of them looked like they were undisciplined. He was, they all looked like they were there for a specific reason. And that was one day or two days back and forth at the, just, just the Tijuana southern border. So, again, 
something to be aware of, something to look at, and something to continually talk about with one another and make sure you're getting the truth out there. But at the same time, do not, under any circumstances, go back and get fearful of things, so to speak, should I say. Make sure you're always doing the best you can to stay positive, stay educated, and make decisions based on facts and not sit there and get in a lot of the fear porn like they try to push for you all the time. Also, too, this is other news. This is funny. Last fall, you guys remember, the CDC head, Mandy Cohen, was asked by Congress whether or not she plans to bring back mask mandates for toddlers. Rather than answer the question, Cohen beat around the bush and vaguely suggested she might try. She goes, we have a lot of different tools to protect our children. Six days later, the British Medical Journal published a study stating unequivocally that masks recommended for children are not supported by science. You guys remember when I went into this? And in other words, what they've continually tried to do is tell everyone that masks need to be used. I went into detail on this yesterday, so I'm not going to go into a whole, whole article on this. I already went over a lot of it yesterday. But again, this is exactly why I tell people on a regular basis, you've got to stay educated on these topics and understand what you're looking at and understand what they're really trying to do. Because what's happened is now these these, these, these groups, they're betting. You know, They're hedging their bet. They're betting that essentially they're going to go and people are going to continue to comply. I mean there's a new probe now as far as – I saw this on Zero Hedge earlier – is that they're, the months of all this nonsense that's been going on now with Gaza and Israel and all that, now essentially they're wanting to know where these weapons are. There's groups now that are wanting to know where these weapons are transferring to Israel and how they're being used. The U.S. is investigating several Israeli airstrikes in Gaza that killed dozens upon dozens of civilians and the use of Israel by white phosphorus in Lebanon. And this white phosphorus, gosh, if you guys have ever seen videos, of that, that's some nasty stuff. And so, again, what you're seeing now is these groups that are doing anything they want while they're telling you you have to do the most benign things. Oh, you have to wear a mask to protect yourself against COVID. But by the way, Israel's using white phosphorus on civilians over in the Middle East right now. And it's OK. You know, it's OK because we're you know, we, we know what they're doing. We, we, we understand it's, it's, it's not a big deal. Everybody just needs to make sure that they, uh, you know, they, they wear your mask. You wear your mask and drink your fluoride water and uh, get your COVID booster shot. This is what's so crazy. And then you've got these scientists now that keep telling everybody about this global warming and how you've got to do this and how we need to have carbon tax. And, and how I was looking earlier. They're saying a new a new decision that scientists are looking at to reverse climate change is now about spraying salt water in the air. It's dumping chemicals into the ocean, spraying salt water in the clouds, injecting reflective particles in the sky. Scientists are resorting to once unthinkable techniques to allegedly cool the planet because global efforts to check greenhouse gases emissions are failing. Imagine that. Imagine we just let the earth do what it needs to do. I mean it was cr- was made you know the earth happened to be made by the creator of the universe just 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 a thought you know maybe we don't have to manipulate everything but again that's that's besides the point obviously i'm being sarcastic because you already know who's run the show behind these things says the geoengineering approaches were once considered taboo by scientists and regulators who feared that tinkering with the environment could have unintended consequences you think now researchers are receiving taxpayer funds and private investments to get out of the lab and test these methods outdoors they're talking about now <laughs> – this is so funny. They're talking about the Stardust Solutions now, which is another way of them trying to justify the chemtrails, which they talk about here, dispersing clouds of reflective particles 60,000 feet in the altitude reflecting sunlight away. That's the chemtrails. They're, they're calling it the Stardust Solutions, which essentially that's the aluminum, the barium they're spraying in the clouds to allegedly reflect it, which obviously we know that whole thing's a sham. 
Another one they're talking about, too, is marine cloud brightening, where they essentially take these high-pressure nozzles, and they're shooting this shooting salt water up into the sky to basically build these salt water clouds. This, this whole stuff is stupid. Dumping lie in the ocean. Massachusetts researchers looking to pour 6,000 gallons, 6, gallons of liquid solution of sodium hydroxide, a component of lye, into the ocean 10 miles south of Martha's Vineyard. They hope the chemical base will act like a big tablet of Tums, lowering the acidity of the patch of surface water and absorbing 20 metric tons of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, storing it safely in the ocean. Gosh, I mean, I can't go any further. This I'll post the article. You guys can look at this. It's just this is it's moronic at best, and quite frankly, it's criminal at the least. I personally think, as far as what you're seeing here now, you're going to start seeing more and more of this nonsensical ideology to try to justify these giant budgets that these guys have in experimenting with all this stuff. I mean, remember the same guys that said it was okay to go in and start, you know, essentially spraying the stuff in the sky dozens of years ago, you know, decades ago, are the same ones that simply said it was safe and effective to go in and, you know, inject people with an RNA gene therapy shot that only had three months of uh, testing. Just thought I would throw that out there, the same exact people. And speaking of children and basically making sure you do the best you can to protect them, outrage in Spain now as children parade around in lingerie for a pride show. This is disturbing. I'm actually not even going to post this on the website. You guys can look it up if you want, but I'm not going to put this on the website. This is Zero Hedge, though. And uh, videos emerged online of young children taking part in a parade in Spain. I'm talking these are young kids. Um, wearing burlesque-style lingerie, nipple shields, wigs, and rainbow pride flags attached to their backs. Uh, most of these kids are single-age digit. A lot of them look like between 7 and 9 to 10 years old. Um, this is disturbing, to say the least. I'll be honest with you. It's it's disturbing. And the way these kids are dancing and running around this pride, um, this obviously is bleeding child abuse. This isn't even remotely justifiable as art or whatever weird perversion they're trying to put this under in Spain. Uh, a lot of families are incredibly mad about it. They've been protesting about it now. And the sad part about this is, though, is that at the end of the day, you do have parents that actually went along with this. They, you have parents that consented to having their children doing this. As disturbing as that is, that shows you the mindset of some of the current generation, some of the families, and some of the parents that are actually having kids right now. And this goes back to exactly what I said, where you've got this generational degrading, you know, after generation, after generation, after generation. And so you, what you ask the question, you know, these children that are being allowed to do this, their parents are allowing them to do this. What are these kids going to go along with? What are they going to allow their kids to do if they actually end up reproducing in the next, you know, 20 years, 15, 20 years? What are they going to allow their kids to do? There's no, at that point, there's no morals. There's no ethics. There's no basic guideline of anything. And that's exactly what they're trying to promote, isn't it? That's why they're bringing in these groups from third world countries, and they arrest you and let you out the same day after you beat an officer, a law enforcement officer, unconscious on camera. They let you out the same day. I mean, you had guys that walked up and girls alike that walked up on the Capitol steps and simply took selfies of themselves walking around the Capitol. They basically had their door kicked in by the FBI with 20 FBI agents at 4 a.m. and got extracted back to D.C. to be charged with trespassing on federal grounds and held without pretrial release for years on end until they got arraigned and basically had these plea bargain deals after they just held them indefinitely. Yeah, because they walked up the Capitol and took a selfie of themselves. 
this is almost it's almost mind-boggling when you start looking at some of the stuff and it really is i mean that sincerely it's almost mind-boggling that this is happening and yet so many few people aren't even really looking at anything about it and you know that's another reason why i continue to say it's so important that you stay active in what you truly believe and what you can truly be involved in and you can be involved and active in your health your children, your family, your local areas, your your local communities the best you can now as much as they've gotten compromised as we've seen down here in Florida. You know, your cities, your counties, your states for the most part. On top of that too, your local churches. The churches really need to be pulled in tight, some of them now. You know, I mean we I mean it's not it's not news that a lot of 501c3 corporations are extremely corrupt. I mean, let's be let's be real on that. Nobody's going to be shocked. Oh my gosh, are you serious? We've known that for decades. That entire that entire thing that they did with the 501c3 corporation was designed to do exactly what it was supposed to do. It was to monetarily incentivize a lot of these groups, and it was allowed to provide a safe haven, a shield, so to speak, for a lot of individuals to essentially do things under the guise of you know being a nonprofit organization to avoid taxes. We know all that, okay? That's not news. But again, you've seen now some of these churches that even though they may not be truly compromised in that sector for the most part, they've continually allowed themselves to be kind of drawn into these areas where they follow the mainstream model. It wasn't that long ago. I remember one of the churches that I went to a while back, and I no longer went to this church. I'd gone there for a little bit, and the pastor ended up bringing the topic of, you know, it's probably a good idea that everybody get vaccinated. This was back in like 2021, and talking about how he got it, like promoting it from the pulpit. And I left. I left. I'm not going to listen to this. I'm not going to listen to this pastor. I'm not going to listen to anything he has to say. If he is this uneducated, that he's actually taking his platform to encourage people to get RNA gene therapy, RNA gene therapy injected into them with zero long-term effects on what it's going to do at the time, and he's telling his basically his flock, his his followers of the church to go do that. There's nothing that I want to hear him say any further, any long period. Again, that's my opinion. Now, some people may disagree with me on that. That's perfectly fine. Everybody has a right to agree or disagree. But what I'm saying is always look at the basis of what people are talking about. Look at where they're coming from. Are they coming from facts? Had they done hundreds of hours of research in these areas? Have they discussed these topics with dozens of other scientists that have been involved in it? Are they very educated in certain topics? Do they have real-world experience in certain areas? Do they do this on a regular basis? Ask yourself that question. Or are they simply mindlessly regurgitating what they've been told to say by certain groups in those areas, like the Masonic Lodges and other individuals and deacons behind the curtain that are pushing certain agendas? Just throwing that out there. I'm not accusing anybody. I'm just throwing that out there because I've been I've been around a lot of churches my whole life, especially the way Ted was involved with a lot of the speaking seminars he did. And all the stuff he did with helping so many people with diet, nutrition, supplementation, the top 10 foods never to eat. And I saw a lot of stuff when I was younger. It was behind the scenes for everything. I was never out front. I was behind everything. And I saw a lot of very strange things growing up. And I heard a lot of very strange things being said. And I saw a lot of compromised individuals. And, you know, Ted was never shy of stuff about me. He he talked to me about everything. And so I realized at a very young age that there's a lot of corruption behind a lot of these areas. And I'm not saying everybody's perfect, but I no means am I saying everybody's going to do a great job at everything all the time and people aren't going to make huge glaring mistakes sometimes. But what I'm saying is 
when you make a mistake or you say something or you say, you know what, that probably wasn't the best article or that wasn't this, I'll come back. I've done it for the show. But like, you know what, this is a topic. We're kind of changing our pace on this a little bit with new information that's come out. I've done it many times. But when you've got a pastor and someone in a position of authority that's continually pushing something that you know is not healthy, that you know, we know now, there's not even a question about it, the severe side effects that have come along with that shot. And they continue to push it, and they never, ever even come back and rebuttal it. And never even come back and say, you know what, guys, that may not have been the best advice. Really question what you're doing now with the future injections. If you already got one, it is what it is. Take your natokinase, take your vitamin E. But again, probably best you start doing your own research after the third, fourth, fifth, sixth booster. I was talking to a buddy of mine last night that called me, and you know, he used to be very pro-vax, very pro-vax over the years. We actually had discussions and debates about it. And over the years, I slowly sent him articles, and he finally started having kids. And he started to realize the real world about vaccines, and he no longer vaccinates his kids whatsoever. His daughter got a few shots. They stopped that because of health issues, and she's perfectly healthy now. They had a son. He's never had any shots, and he's super healthy. It's ironic. I told him, I said, my kids have been basically out of school. We've been doing home, home tutoring right now because the kid at the school that our homeschool called got chickenpox. Which is no big deal. I, mean, I wouldn't even care. I think Hunter and Kendall get chicken pox. I could care less. They'll be just fine. I had it when I was younger. The biggest thing is I don't need to get around my son because he's you know, two weeks old, and I don't need that exposure right now. So, again, I said the kids just stay home for a couple of days. We'll let that die down. And I said the funny part about it is I said they continually tell everybody that these kids need chicken pox injections and vaccines. I said, but isn't it ironic if you naturally get the chicken pox and you acquire it? You're immune to it pretty much the rest of your life. It doesn't matter. You can get it, and you can be around kids that have it, and you're just, it's fine. Your, your body builds a natural immunity. I mean, a lot of people make it much, much worse than it is. The only time it's really severe is brand-new newborns. It can be severe for them. But as far as when kids start getting a little bit older, you know, young, one, two, three, four, five years old, they get it. Well, who cares? Just like getting another cold. But again, I said, isn't it funny that natural immunity is great for that? But yet they tell everybody these kids need to get the chicken pox shot and the next booster follow-up shot and the next chicken pox booster shot and the next one. And I said they got to start – what is it, up to five or six chicken pox boosters now? I said that's either an agenda to keep these kids unbelievably sick or that's the most ineffective, crappiest shot that's ever been produced. You have to continually inject it over and over and over and over again for years on end to provide any type of immunity towards it when if you naturally contract it, and you recover from it, you have lifelong immunity. And this goes back to show you how it has nothing to do, nothing to do with health. It has nothing to do with providing the best standard of care. It has nothing to do with safety. It is all about producing higher profits and keeping young children and their families alike and the medical industrial complex carousel that goes around and around and cannot get off of because it's impossible to make it stop once you get into it sometimes without having a lot of strife and a lot of pain. you got to jump off a merry around that's running 10 20 30 miles an hour it's gonna hurt when you jump off of it and that's what happens to a lot of people when they get involved in that medical industrial complex is they can't get off of it because they know it's gonna be really rough and there's gonna be a lot of side effects isn't it easier just to not jump on the carousel at first just say you know what i'm gonna pass on that carousel right now i'm gonna come over here and just you know kind of sit on my own little toy by myself and stay strong and just see what happens to everybody and evaluate a few things before i jump into that that's just my opinion again you guys make your own decisions as i always encourage you to do so do your own research and come to your own conclusion and that's what i always always try and encourage people to do so because again when you ever have someone 
that comes at you with you can't ask this and you can't ask that and you can't question anything that's going on right now. You have to follow exactly what I say, as I've told you before. That right there shows you that they do not have your best interest in heart and they clearly have their own agenda when they will not allow you to question anything whatsoever. So again, my friends, keep getting the truth out there. Stand up for your health. Stand up for your family. Continue to just do what we can do continue to encourage one another that's why we do we do at health masters if you guys need anything you know always where to get a hold of us you can call us up at any time get some health advice nutrition advice and by the way let me reiterate this again because i had a, we had a phone call the other day and you know steve and i kind of debriefed on it afterwards we're not ever going to give you medical advice or pharmaceutical drug advice. You need to discuss that with your doctor, period. That's not something we're ever going to do, period. So please don't get mad at us when we won't discuss that with you because we will not ever discuss that in person or over the phone. If you've got pharmaceutical drug questions, you need to talk that to your prescribing doctor, not us because we didn't prescribe the drugs. Now, if you've got questions about your vitamin C, your D3, your berberine ultimate, your multiple powder, by all means, call us up and we'll explain to you in detail on every aspect of what it does, how it works, and the best ways to take it, when to take it, and what we'd recommend for it, period. That's what we do here, and that's why we always try and encourage everybody to do the same. So thank you again, my friends, for supporting Health Masters and making us your number one place for your supplement needs and your health needs. If you guys need anything, you know where to get a hold of us. The Natokinese. I talked about earlier, on sale, product of the week. Be sure to take advantage of it right now for 10% off. And also, to check and vote for what you want to see when next week. It looks like the joint rebuilding, the cinnamon extract, the vitamin E, a bunch of good products are on there along with the attention factor, <laughs> one of my favorites. That one's on there as well for product of the week. So be sure to vote and see what you want to win at healthmasters.com. Hope you guys enjoyed the show again today. Dad will be back on with me tomorrow. We'll be back live video, so he'll be back in town. So we got another great show lined up for you guys tomorrow, back on live feed. So, again, thank you for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for staying with us as we continue to grow and build and get the truth out there together as we're, we're all in this boat together. So continue to support one another, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome evening, and we'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.